Baliktad na ang mundo. Ang podcasters naman ang makikinig sa inyo. Tell us your thoughts in the survey for a chance to win a cash prize. Be honest, ha? Answer the survey at www.surveypilipinas.org at automatic pasok kayo sa raffle. Get a chance to win 5,000 pesos in cash. Make sure na kompleto ang mga sagot nyo para qualified ang entry nyo. Excited na kami sa feedback nyo sa amin. We are listening. Just go to www.surveypilipinas.org at baka ikaw na ang next winner. Remember, remember, it's November. Oh my gosh. How was the long break for you guys? Okay naman. Medyo, ako hindi. <laughs> ako trying to, trying to decompress because of the last couple of, uh, the last month essentially has been uh, bad mental health wise for reasons that uh, legally I cannot disclose. Whoa. Oh man, sorry. No, it's not uh, me personally. It's just, you know, certain territorial disputes that will get certain multinationals in hot water. Uh. <laughs> Getting people acting like animals. So, but my anxiety hasn't been this spiky since the beginning of lockdown. So, I, at <sighs> least with, with, the, with the sort of sem break, I at least got to meet up with people and, and commiserate. This is a good time to bring up. Apparently, Ateneo um, has, ano, has like free um, uh, psychological services. So oh. if you go to... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, Even for alumni? Yes. For everyone, I think. Oh, wow. It's like a public service. Yeah, I get it. There's, like there's like a wait list. So you have to... Ano, Shepard, there are only so many professionals because it's like a voluntary, you know. Yeah. So if you go to bit.ly slash BPS Bulatao. Why pa si Father Bulatao? Not a know, sponsored episode, everyone. Not a sponsored <laughs> episode. That's literally, yeah, just to know. Um, but it's a mental health. It's or, mental, no, yeah. Positive. Yeah, right? You know, that's uh, found that out recently and just want to spread the word. So, all right. Yun lang, bit.ly slash bps bulatao. Okay, now, on to our episode. <laughs> Lol. Well, well, progress. while Ramon was trying to um, deal with his mental health, uh, Mira is into her teen movie era, which I was so happy about that she finally entered. We've just been re-watching some greats like um, Mean Girls, Clueless, Pretty soon we're gonna do Freaky Friday and um, ten things I hate about you. I think. Oh, and she asked for Legally Blonde. So, Laban can't hardly wait, John. I'm not yet. <laughs> not, I'm not ready Laban. to show her that yet. Oh, good. Meanwhile, ano, si Scarlett naman who I spent the weekend with is super into Demon Slayer, and I don't have the heart to tell her father that. That show is not for nine, eight-year-olds. Oh, so, well. <laughs> but I, <laughs> I mean, the, his freaking family gets massacred in the first episode. Um, but we turned out fine. Yeah, we turned out fine. Exactly. That. So, parang ano, I was like, oh, yeah. Then at least the pride point for me is she watches it in Japanese with English subtitles. I'm like, that's right. Girl. Wow. Yeah, eight years that's old. That's some fast reading, Scarlett. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then she's like, what's this Attack on Titan? I'm like, maybe you shouldn't no. watch that. 
but I'm not gonna stop you. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, parents of Scarlet Snowbell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> Who is really Quark's child? Yeah. <laughs> my uh, yeah, she's writing short stories now. It's great. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's that was my weekend as well, but uh, didn't didn't really get to see anything new. Uh, except for Killers of Flower Moon and a lot of Scorsese, which we will talk about for in a bit. But um, uh, what have you been watching, Ramon? The things that I've been able to give my focus to has been... Um, I'll start with The Pigeon Tunnel first on Apple TV. It's the new Errol Morris documentary, which is about... And basically, it's the final series of interviews that John le Carré gave before his death. And it's about the first few um, minutes of that, like the first 20. Yeah. And it's uh, based on his memoir of the same name. And the name, The Pigeon Tunnel, Pala, is it was basically the the go to working title of all his books before he figured out what all the what the title would actually be. So as he was working on each thing, that's all he just put there, The Pigeon Tunnel. Um, but it's based so on the little drummer girl, childhood. The Pigeon Tunnel, <laughs> Tinker Taylor, yeah, yeah. Spy, the Pigeon <laughs> Basically, while well, okay. they're all in progress, the new working title, yeah. and then, and it's fascinating. There are so many things. I mean, it's more is the so it's as usual. It's very insightful, incisive. There's, there's, uh, it, this is one of the Morris uh, docu's where he will include sometimes in back and forth nila with the subject, which is always fun, and see Le Carre or David, I forget what's his last name, but he's such a game uh, subject also. Parang he just gave like two things I won't talk about. My sex life, my love life. Everything else, go. And then, um, but yeah, I didn't know that he was an actual spy during the, but more of a diplomat side. Not, not, not like a super field agent, but, but he was still in the offices during like the Cold War. Um, and he, he was both in MI5 and MI6. So, galing then yung parang, ah, wow, what an what a interesting life then pala. And, uh, no wonder Deva, he was able to transition so cleanly and become like such a bestseller for spy novels. So yeah, The Pigeon Tunnel uh, and Apple TV Plus. And then skipping over to Max, uh, two shows there that I wanted to bring up. First is the second season of Our Flag Means Death, just finished. And it's so surprising it's so it's really funny and i did i think i think anybody who has, who started watching the show like me you know just because it had member two people from like flight of the concords for me the reese darby and then taika who directed some of the episodes with jamie and then but i don't think and then and then it's just um like a comedy pirate show but I don't think anybody who started watching it would have guessed what it ultimately became, which is like this super sweet uh, found family romance. Uh, and then, well, they don't. They haven't said if it's the end or not. I think they would like to see a season three, but I don't know. It it kind of has. If it's if it's not picked up again, it has a decent ending, no But. It's such a. It's very much so a Kiwi production. A lot of the actors, you know, and and it's shot there entirely. Um, but yeah, it's just 
I did not expect Our Flag Means Death to be the queerest show talaga anywhere, basically. Like, I, I had to struggle to, to think of one, like, straight relationship in the show. <laughs> and it's, like, a really sweet one pa between, like, the pirate queen of China and then one of the uh, parang cooks on the ship of, uh, of our heroes. But uh, I'm just glad that it continued to be really funny and very watchable. Even though you like, it's very obvious naman that they use a lot of like sets. It's not naman trying to be realistic in any way. But it's nice to see that sometimes there's there mo- a lot of the characters that do show up in the show are actually from his- history in terms of uh, pirate lore. Um, although they lived in different eras, sometimes they were just, you know, lumped together for, for fun. And then there are some, there's two new characters, one of which is the aforementioned Pirate Queen of China, who are such welcome additions. And then, yeah, so actually I was surprised that I, I think our flag means that the season, the second season is better than the first. Oh, that's good to hear. Yeah, always nice to hear it. But that's the, that's the best, um, best thing you can hope for for any show is that it keeps getting better. I, 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 I stopped the first season halfway. Mm. So this is promising. But uh, do you guys know anything about season two? No, or no, I, I didn't want to read any spoilers in case I wanted to pick it up again. Okay, sige, yeah. And then finally, uh, a really lovely surprise is Scavengers Reign on Max, and it's not yet done with the first season. Um, it was coming out three episodes a week, and nine are out now. So the last three will come out this week, and it's uh, an American show. Um, I think so, but um, it's such a European flavor and pacing. Like there's whole minutes that go by um, without dialogue, and it's basically about this ship that crash lands on a hostile planet. But most of the not crew, eh, but most of the personnel, because they are still in cryogenic storage. And then there's a skeleton crew who were supposed to keep the sh- the ship, you know make sure it's going where it's going. They're the ones who are, they've been scattered. They ejected in like escape pods and they're in different parts of the planet trying to get to the main ship. Um, But it's got so many interesting uh, inspirations that really can be seen the more you watch. Like um, uh, the pinaka obvious one is the color palette and the art style, which is very Mobius. Um, so, and then if you're familiar with the video game Sable, then that's, that's also what it's, that's what it looks like. But there's bits and pieces of like, um, Sunshine, the Danny Boyle, Alex Garland, um, movie, because there's flashbacks every now and then also to what their lives were like on the ship and then what their roles were, which, which sometimes is like a nice surprise because they're scattered there. There's. There's two people who are together, one person who's completely alone, and then one person who's with a robot. And then it's just so dreamy and and unexpected. Like episode four begins with the uh, robot uh, realizing it can dream. And then it's like galinge, fascinating talaga. And then amazing creature design. It's really scary at, at parts. It might be scarier than Yellow Jackets in terms of a TV show. Um, like everything, because it's a hostile planet, so almost everything is trying to kill or eat them. Um, 
And then, yeah, and then the score is incredible. It has like touches of Philip Glass and Max Richter. Uh, there's some Eon Flux moments there. My like body horror, my Cronenberg, Miyazaki, especially Nausicaa. So, yeah, check it out. It's just, uh, and yeah, Wunmi Mosaku and Alia Shokat uh, are among the voice actors. There's one episode with uh, Skyler Gisondo, like in, in the flashback. Um, yeah, really surprising since I, I knew nothing about it. I just liked the trailer and the art style and I gave it a chance and it's been one of the better surprises in this back half of the year. So it's, it's complete. Uh, the last three episodes will come out uh, no, this week. 12 episodes in first season. And there are third half-hour episodes. Awesome. I'm just sad that Dune was supposed to be out this week. Grabe, <laughs> no? I'm still not over this. Ay, shakes no. fist at Zaslav. Ay, nako. Zaslav. Because it's already the Burr month, and we see a lot of the releases coming out slowly on streaming. Netflix has Nyad and, I don't know, what... Well, uh, more of their hyper killer stuff. this Friday. Killers is arriving this Friday. That's right. No screening here in Manila in the Philippines. Sadly, parang wala rin sa Singapore. Wala. Dang. Damn it. Yeah. When was Ayan. the last venture we saw on screen? Um, like on the big Gone screen. Girl. <laughs> yeah, Gone Girl. Yeah. Gone Girl or Tattoo? Gone Girl, ba? Gone Girl. Gone Girl. I remember oh. watching it with my Gone Girl. <laughs> 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 wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. Uh, that's it I mean, for that's, today's that's episode. Just my, my memory. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. we're not going to talk about David in the transcript. <laughs> we're here to talk about Martin Scorsese. <laughs> Move, said the great white father. There are many, so many hungry wolves. Can you find the wolves in this picture? Speaking of high-profile releases, we have at least one, right? Which is Martin Scorsese's highly anticipated first movie with Apple TV. Killers yeah, go Apple. Woo! <laughs> yeah, Killers two hundred million dollars, moon. and with a runtime of three hours and twenty-six twenty-six minutes, I'm proud to say I did not take a, any intermission break or any bathroom break. Very wow. proud of myself. Poor Bianca had to go to the back of the theater to pump, but um, oh. yeah. <laughs> so I saw it with Artie, saw it with uh, Michael. It, 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 it was a pretty full theater. I was very shocked. Wow. Um, uh, a stark contrast yeah, to my Singapore. Screening, <laughs> which was, it was just me and Mong. And I had the Mira? liberty to stretch my legs and do squats in the middle of the aisles. In, the, mm. oh my God. in that long run time. Were you, Ramon? Mm. Was wow. it a... Oh, you did... No, you didn't go to the the. Premiere. You did the critic screening, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ah, you did. I did the press one. Yeah. How was so it? was it full of? Uh, how were the press when they watched it? <laughs> Actually, for this one, pretty like while watching, you mean pretty good, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, uh, but uh, like uh, basically everyone except like four people had to take a bathroom break at some point, and I'm not judging. I mean, of course, it's it's super long, divine and. 
I also remember what Michael Bay said. Uh, uh, not Michael Bay, see James Cameron, the way he just said, just take a piss forever, you know, because you're going to watch it again and then you can see what you missed then. Uh, that big yes. gem always giving wisdom, dropping <laughs> nuggets, just like that. I am the camera. So, some background though, with Killers of the Flower Moon. It's an adaptation of a nonfiction book. Amaba, yeah? It is, and I'm, I mean, I'm actually currently yeah. reading it by David Grant, yeah. who wrote Lost yeah. City of Z, which I 100% loved. And this so one is a, actually. So, it's a dramatic uh, adaptation of a, of a nonfiction book, 200 million budget. For a very long time, this has been a dream project, a twinkle in Scorsese's eye. It is also the first time his two muses are in one film. Because the yes. he's been working with uh, no, um, with him, directed recently. by him. <laughs> the two yeah. halves oh, of nah, his career, nah, uh, pretty much in one uh, film. Right, and then then there was a break where he went back with his original muse for Irishman, and then now it's both of them in really amazing. Probably, well, definitely is a career, career best role thing is a, and then the other one is up there definitely. Um, for a long time, this was supposed to be Netflix, right? Um, and then they let it go at some point. Uh, I think they balked after maybe Irishman. Uh, because this this one really had that high sort of price tag in terms of the budget. It being as long as he wanted it to be and then being a period piece. What else? So it's based on a... It's a true story. But what's interesting to me also is um, the book is really about the Jesse Plemons character and his team of mm-hmm. investigators mm-hmm. investigating the crime. And also so, and it's supposed through to be... Molly's eyes also. Parang intern ah, in the book. Molly also, yeah. So it's intern. Okay, okay. But DiCaprio oh. was originally supposed to be the Jesse Plemons character. That's diba? right. Um, That's how long ago the project has been <laughs> going. It's a uh, oh. 15 years now, right? Parang ganon. Yeah. Um, so, Yeah. I remember hearing about this first hearing about this project when there was still a lot of print publishing <laughs> talking yeah. about movies. So, yeah. And then yeah. I know, um, yeah. But apparently, I sure it was 120m. This one is is 200. But at least they got to release it in the theater. So yay, Apple! Thank you for yeah. That. And and also to to Apple's credit, they've been fairly aggressive. It's not just the it's not just the bare minimum for academy consideration that uh, the other platforms have been doing usually. Um, this one they they really gave it uh, like a proper press campaign um, and promotion, and then you know I think they had to in a way because of the SAG strike also. They couldn't, so it's been Marty basically. Galing, I'm so Much going to Leo's relief. Thank, thank you, writer's <laughs> yeah, sure. strike, and thank you. Thanking the Lord <laughs> that he can date 25 year olds in peace this season. <laughs> so, I know, yeah. What did you all think of Killers of the Flower Moon? But let's, uh, oh, uh, oh. Quark, can you give one of your world famous synopses? That's the what. Film? Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> oh, I thought I thought Ramon gave oh, the story. background of the no, no. Um, yeah. So it's a uh, the the Osage tribe um, made a lot of money apparently back in uh, back in the early part of the 1900s, um, thanks to in Oklahoma, uh, thanks to oil. So, grabbing Oklahoma, no, apparently home talaga siya of ano, no, white people. 
just decimating ano, races because of making money. Terrible. Um, but, but also yes, where so, no, reservation dogs is set. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh. Mm-hmm. Were there any like reservation dogs actors, by the way? I was looking for them, but I, I realized... Oh, the girl in reservation dogs was very See? against oh. Killers of the Flower Moon. Really? She was quite critical oh. of it, yes. Oh, interesting. But anyway. Um, but anyway, and then you also have... So Leonardo DiCaprio's character, um, Ernest, comes, comes back from the war uh, to join his uncle, um, King, uh, William. And basically, William is uh, kind of like a, yeah, a patron of, of the townsfolk and uh, funds schools and, and all of these things. And, you know, very philanthropic white man. Um, but at the same time, there are murders abounding in, in, uh, the, the, in Oklahoma uh, of, of the Osage people. Um, and um, it, it doesn't seem like the the local police are doing much to help. And then should, I don't know if you should get into maybe you'll get into spoiler territory later. But um, but yeah, this whole thing unravels, and um, the center of which is Molly, who um, who is Ernest's wife. He he falls in love with her early in the film, and then they get married, and she is. A target and also someone that the murders also revolve around, and she is played by Lily Gladstone, and um, she takes action basically. So there. Mm. <laughs> that's, you were asking that's about. Me. You were asking about um, actors from Reservation, Reservation Dogs. Dogs, yeah, and that's Lily Gladstone. Oh, she's in Reservation Dogs. Who is she? She's there, not, uh, I don't remember her from the first. She's season. the. She's the aunt. Of the girl who didn't like the movie. Wow, <laughs> the irony. Oh, uh, so uh. she's the she's better. She's the one in prison. She's the one. She's the mom of one of their. Uh, she's the sister of one of their moms who's in um, prison. Ah, um, uh. Gladstone. At eighty, eighty-two, I think Martin 80? Marty is eighty-two, right? Apparently eighty. Wait, let me Google this. I'm gonna go eight zero, pero yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but he also she... noticed Lily Gladstone in a uh, in uh, certain women like Kelly Reichardt. She's one of the. She's in the She's in the part with Kristen Stewart. I remember that she was pretty good in that one. Also because she was the one like I don't know who this person is, but she's good because the other ones majorly are the actors. They are not Laura Dern. Uh, and, and Michelle Williams and then Kristen Stewart. So she was the one I didn't know. Nice. So, uh, so uh, yeah, Mar- Marty is 80, but turning 81 in 10 days. Turning um, 81, and this is yeah. considered... I don't know if you guys have been reading his like press tour with these long interviews with GQ and Variety and um, Hollywood Reporter, but they're all pretty poignant as he looks back in, at his career and what he is left to do with the remaining years of his life and he's so self-aware that he only has X amount of time to complete his work, right? He still has so many stories to tell. He's still, he's still curious about the world. He still wants to produce. He still wants to work with actors. How do you guys feel about this being one of the last films he's ever going to make? Sad. <laughs> <laughs> 
Parang, parang you said that like William Shatner and uh, yeah, that's sad. You're sad about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, no, say, you know, like it's also that time in his life, like like it's very obvious, like silence onwards. It's really like okay, it's time to wrap things up. Um, and I think definitely um, the Irishman was kind of like the swan song, mm-hmm. um, and you know, it's just really becoming more reflective. Uh, there's something that happens and you know I, I got through this movie without really um, shedding a tear but the very last Ooh, yeah. sound bite we're the same we're the same we're the same <laughs> so I mean he's not just one of the greatest filmmakers of all time I think he's also like the elder statesman of and a hero of cinema uh, with all the stuff world cinema done. yeah so and it's obviously a, a very lovable and lovely man. So, parang yeah. it's just uh, parang lolo lolo talaga natin. <laughs> parang love talaga natin. Eh, diba? yeah. Yeah. So, great filmmaker, nice person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. whenever I see tra- people trying to take him down on on online, it's like nah, there's nothing you can do. Eh. He's, yeah. he's done the work. Eh. You know, his name's on. Yeah. There's there's but there's uh, the Martin Scorsese World Cinema Project. His name's on it. Eh. In the, in the yeah. Criterion box sets. Nothing you guys say is gonna undo the legacy that the guy already has. Even though he wasn't... Yeah. Even when he was already in his like mid-40s, he was already championing all these great things. Uh, even when yeah. we were in college, that, that documentary series, A History yeah. of American Movie... Um, Quick aside, fucking AV Club, um, like did oh. kind of like a hit piece, but yeah. because what? of the Marvel stuff, he's been saying. Oh, but, I knew it. That's his um, only taint. Well, if uh, yeah. quote unquote taint. <laughs> that is not a taint of the legacy, as, as we are seeing, <laughs> as we are seeing Marvel unravel right now. But um, yun parang I think like but ang ganda kasi obviously ano siya eh, diba? a clickbait. But um, ang ganda, because I think the, the the writer says that oh this guy hasn't done anything significant since ten years wow. ago with Wolf of Wall Street, blah, blah, blah. and then one of the comments, ang ganda ng mga comments eh, like wow you literally say this as you I know as you link to an, a review you made that's four point five for uh, the Irish. <laughs> so I know. Oh, I know. I know. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, it reminded me also of that. You know, there was a recent sort of hit piece then on Martin Short, which had the reverse effect, diba? Na parang There was this article that said, Martin Short has never been funny. Why are we talking about that? I hated that. I hate that period. I think on Twitter, on online discussions. Well, uh, parang what happened nga is like everyone kind of overwhelmingly came out and said, what the hell is this guy on? Of course, he's great. One of the finest comedians that's ever been and everyone was putting their favorite examples so it was like someone mentioned a parang, well I hope Marty can see all this even if he's not very online because it's like you got to see uh, your eulogy before you went you got to see all this expression of love and people coming to yeah, to defend you and take your side and, and champion you even before you you know had the, um, the misfortune of actually having to die <laughs> first so same thing it, it here, but like it was such a bad piece, and it was obviously like clickbait, talaga, talaga. and uh, and then you know, even even if even if the Marvel stuff wasn't tanking, it still wouldn't have mattered because he, every time he speaks, naman, it's kind of right, eh, diba? And you can, and of course, they're also always making clickbait out of much more complex things that cannot be diluted or 
you know, um, reduced to just uh, how, uh, how many characters uh, does a tweet, whatever, go into now. Right? So, yeah, I mean, as Quark mentioned, like, I also feel a bit sad and um, melancholy with regard to his recent interviews, which have been great, uh, the, the ones that Mel mentioned. They're so ruminative, and, and he's like, there's this aspect, and I'm like, man, what are the, the... One of the things that he talks about is like, I'm now choosing... There's so many projects I wanted to do, and I now realize I only maybe, hopefully, have three, four left. Right? So parang, now you have to choose what's actually important in my life. And, and it's weird, because like, there's some things that... But I'm, as of today, the most current thing I know is the next thing is another movie with Leo called The Wager. Um, but then he also has... The, the biography of Christ right, that he wants oh to do. <laughs> and then there's Catholic. another... <laughs> and there's also a no. There's, but apart from that, there's a Nicholas Pileggi. He had conversations with Nicholas Pileggi about a sequel oh, wow. to Last Temptation. So I'm like, grabe mga... Like, lumalabas talaga yung... Siyempre, his very, his very ca- Irish Catholic upbringing has always been in the fore to a degree with his films. But now, definitely, I think, you know, certainly at the, the last act, kumbaga... But it's also nicely um, balanced, naman, by his being suddenly on, you know, a TikTok personality thanks to his daughter Francesca. The best. And you know, you know, being so present in the press tour because he has to kind of shoulder that uh, with the strike. Um, yeah, even opening a letterbox account. I know. Putting I love a it. lot of commentary. It's like and putting lists like. The patience and to put bio says, together. This is cinema. I love it. <laughs> this is cinema. Again, it's not like a public service. It's like, it's like, oh, here's why this is important. Killers of the Flower Moon. I'm like, ah, damn. Okay. Yeah. Guys, if you are to read uh-huh. one piece from the 2023 press tour of Martin Scorsese, please read the GQ one with Zach Barron. At Zach the end, Barron. I, I was absolutely <laughs> tearing with everything that Scorsese was saying. Like, he... He he is fully cognizant of what he has to do with his house, with his career, <laughs> with his family. It's so poignant, so sad, and it just wow. You have to read it because he's he's really such a living legend. Yeah, did you see that? Um, <laughs> parang swipe na Russo did. That was like oh the no, most pet- <laughs> the most petty, the most insecure thing. It was so embarrassing for him. Basically, na parang. I kind of felt bad. Wala ka bang parang Francesca who could have told you don't do this. It's, ikaw lang yung magmumukhang tanga dito. Parang, ikaw. Oh, what did you say? Joe or? Oh, I can't tell Russo. which one. Which one, The white-haired <laughs> yeah. guy. The white-haired Russo. Yung, yung walang glasses, yeah. basically. Pero basically, diba, there, was a, there was that clip. Yeah, si Joe. There was that clip kasi of, of um, Scorsese talking to his dog, Oscar. And then parang, it's an excerpt of that. And then it cuts to Joe going, oh, your, your dog's name is Oscar. That's so cute. My dog's name is Box Office. Parang ganyan, ganyan. <laughs> and it's like, dude, that's so fucking lame. Parang sobrang cringe. And then, yun nga, parang wala ka bang anak na could have told you not to do this. Kasi, <laughs> embarrassing lang talaga. Uh-oh. Yikes. Like, tapos, uh-huh. diba, gagawin mo yun, pero sinulat mo yung extraction one and two, diba? Yeah. the gray man uh, mas pa yung <laughs> so anything that doesn't have movie. Marvel on it diba? oh, terrible 
Buti pa si James Gunn na, ano, na parang, ano, I've loved you, I feel so betrayed by you. Parang art and it's sleep. <laughs> But circling back to Killers of the Flower Moon before we get to like our elegies for Martin. For Marty. Marty. Um, what did you guys think of, of Killers, guys? From a one? Ako, I love it. I mean, I was really worried actually na medyo too crazy na yung yung hype. Diba? From, <laughs> oh, coming out of because Khan. coming Yeah. <laughs> before it was shown, I was like, some of these are kind of crazy na. But then, <laughs> when you watch it, uh, I guess a, a better a better critic and writer would, would be able to say not all films kasi Diba, have to be have to promise entertainment every minute but at the end of the body of work that is the one film there has to be like a certain impact and this definitely has that diba? like even just just the big just the style I thought how because it's a little more reserved it's less in your face diba, than something like Goodfellas or even Casino but siempre he's not that filmmaker anymore He's a, he was a septuagenarian when he made this. So that there's different interests and different ways to execute that. But there's still such a great um, use of style, just different things. Like even the opening montage with the Osage. Like I didn't know that. Yeah, little, that's that, also my favorite. That little bit of history. They were parang. Uh, the, I know. Uh, that this specific tribe was like hmm. super rich and then the richest area in the entire country per capita at the time. So, galing, yeah. very fascinating. Parang a mix of newsreel and documentary footage. And then later on, it's like, oh, we're settling into the, you know, the, the establishment now of the story. Here's this, that, uh, main characters, etc., etc. And then the guy who picks up um, Ernest brings him to his uncle, diba? And then And then suddenly there's this thing where it's like, oh yeah, these guys are so they're like strong as oxes. They're super healthy, and then smash cut to someone dying on the floor with a top shot. And then when that happens, that's the first sort of super Scorsese moment for me. Now when that happened in my screening, it, it, just, it just slams to that shot, and then someone said out loud, "Shit." and then the montage of like and then it begins the montage of like yeah. Osage murders this person no investigation age yeah. and, all, cause and it's death, a, no, and it's the B.O. Na parang, uh, yeah. ano, diba? like, I love because um, he always breaks the rules but they just feel so right like parang, mm-hmm. oh Sino ba bilang may VO to? <laughs> Sino ba to? <laughs> And then suddenly, uh, okay, siya yung Vida, but she's like, yeah, she's introduced much later than the other characters. And then suddenly it's like, mm. but yeah, no. Bali na talaga na, okay, it's, uh, uh, Molly's, the, Molly's the hero of this film. And um, I don't know how many times it goes back to VO, but it's just kind of like, parang he just does things so intuitively and then parang, mm. I know, and then he doesn't have to do it again. <laughs> Beginning, and he has another one. He has a screenplay credit here. He him does. And Eric Roth, he does. One oh. of the few. So that's yeah. So I was like, damn, right? But I don't. I, I'm curious then also how much was how much was was there much tweaking during production, or or was it a credit from the first time 15 years ago that they have been developing this project? Actually, um, the. The f- what in in the interview that he gave 
parang the credit was given to the re- the first writer but then the mm-hmm. rest of the writing in the during the pandemic onwards when Leo and him decided to change the script was all Marty. Wow. And credit to yeah. Leo, no? Parang Leo was oh. the one who asked, uh, maybe you shouldn't make the FBI dude the main guy. Yes. Well, I, where's the heart? Where's the heart? <laughs> and I was, you know, I was surprised. I mean, uh, again, I, I only watched the first trailer. Um, and of course, I knew Leo was the best star. trailer. So yeah, so I was so parang wala pa siyang masyadong plot, diba? But um, I, I thought that Leo would be kind of like white savior, mm-hmm. and I was yes. very, I was very happy. I was shocked, that parang huh? Hindi ba ganun? <laughs> and then, but then later, after after the film, it's like, oy buto na lang parang <laughs> so galing. It is like, mm-hmm. and and so. Uh, maybe we should do the Scarlet uh, spoiler But before here. before the Scarlet thing, I yeah. want to say, since we're talking about the trailer, I kind of came in the movie thinking it was going to be a completely different film. Like Age of Innocence, Martin's, Martin Scorsese. Because the trailer was uh, like that, right? Like period right. piece, mystery, thriller. And then when the movie plays out, I was like, oh, it's like Goodfellas. It's like Casino with the use of like Modern music and montages and different. You know, parang wow. I, I that was a surprise from Scorsese. Spoiler alert! Don't listen if you haven't seen the movie. It's crazy how the film is. Yung bida is the. I mean, also aside from, from Molly being the victim, that you spend so much time with evil people, right? And just mm. watching them. Unfurl their their evil plans, parang and the two uh, shades yeah. of evil talaga, which mm-hmm. is the ba parang there's there's De Niro's character na na hindi naman siya simply like through and through like I'm evil. It's it's more of the 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 hubris and the arrogance of thinking that I deserve this. It's mine. It's I should take it by right, de ba parang ganon. And then there's the there's the earnest part, which is like parang Timang na, timang na looking away, pero also a little too stupid. But but also when he does find out, and you know it's it's unavoidable and uh, no longer ignorable that something is or is bad is happening. It's that, it's actually that, that, that in a, in action or looking away, parang being complicit there by 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 just going along with it, parang ganon. But now that you're talking about Ernest, Ernest's part. And character was the one thing that stopped me from giving this like half a star Five or a stars. full star higher than what I what I gave, what, what I gave it on Letterbox. I I didn't understand the motive of the character so much because yeah, I like Quark. I also thought he was going to be white savior, and then they were telling this this crime with a within the framework of a marriage, of a love story. But I could not understand his motives. He's in love with his wife, but he's also okay with poisoning her. Also, that money would have been his anyway. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I could because not understand. I... What is money? He loves <laughs> money. He keeps saying it, right? That I love yeah. money. I love money. But uh, how? You could have is... had wife, the wife <laughs> and <laughs> the money. lang ba siya? Sa akin lang is nadadala lang siya talaga sa personality ng ng uncle niya. And he's like too cowardly or too unwilling 
too happy in his ignorance to parang rock the boat and you know he he's happy to to take the orders parang ganon. and because uh, he's always sort of been looking for direction he had no idea what to do after the war there was so he went to his uncle and just just tell me what to do he does love Molly I feel that but that, that comes through and but but he's really also uh yun nga, parang may pagkawalang mga mga yeah. <laughs> he was he's such a great ano eh, which leads to some of the funniest fucking scenes yeah. in the movie which you don't expect because it's an epic tragedy eh, but then there's scenes where it's like you know parang where they're arguing about how, how is it supposed to look like a suicide and shot in the, <laughs> shot in the back of the head oh yeah yeah <laughs> I just Ganda. felt like uh, he needed one or two more scenes to kind of like give us that motivation. Because you, you get it early in the movie where he's with his brother and then the brother says, I need to take Anna home. And then Ernest is like, oh, oh shucks. Okay, I know what you mean. Parang, oh my gosh, that's it? That's all you're going to say? And you're not even going to feel guilty about, you know, it's just super sayang, that part. That's why, you know, tell, tell us if you find out in the book. Because maybe he really just is, I mean, I would call it a plot hole, except it really happened, right? So maybe ganun talaga siya. But, um, but that, that's a funny thing. So far, it's really POV Molly. So it's super interesting for me, now that I'm reading the book and then I watched the movie beforehand, to see how Scorsese is, he made it through Leo's eyes and not Molly's eyes. I don't know what decision. It feels like it's. I think Molly's eyes are still there. It's still there, but the central character for mm. for me is still Leo. Yeah, yeah. And parang that's some that actually reminds me of what um, see reservation dogs. Devin Jacobs said no. Na parang that's why she felt so disappointed with it. Right, right. But, yeah. The main criticism of the film is it's from a white man's eyes again, and respect. Not, oh. Um. Not from the from the. You know, we're not getting to know the Osage people. There's still collateral right. damage, etc. But I also, because it's also a trap if you look at it. Parang, I agree. What's Martin gonna? What's Marty gonna do? Yes. Tell it from the Osage POV. Talagang magmumpa siyang ano? Parang who the hell is this guy? Damned if you don't, right? Oh, and and the book also, de ba? Parang I'm I'm assuming this guy is a white guy, said David. He is, he is nice Jewish guy. So, 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 de ba? Parang I'm sure he's not, but I'm sure he's not Osage either. So, (laughs) my point lang is, if he did that, that's what he would be crying about. Like, who is this? Why? Who is this? Why is Chris Crazy doing this from their perspective? And then the interesting thing for me is, when yeah, in centering Ernest, is it goes to uh, the the themes that he loves and the body of mm. work, which is about you know, parang the corruption of the of the greed uh, and the power soul of America, and what they've done, and you know why there hasn't or why people still need to reckon with it, or you know, parang some kind of responsibility. Yeah. It's it's yeah. Um, Galena, I mean, yeah. my my. Uh, half star docking comes from ano, well a bit of that also same as smell but also I did feel the length um, more than let's say Irishman um, only because like there's there's definitely like a thirty minute um, series of scenes um, wh- that that happened in Killers of the Flower Moon that Scorsese has done before in Goodfellas and that mm. lasted two minutes right which is basically clean the mess up. 
eliminate everybody who could be a witness and um and so so much of that yung yeah, like like yung sinabi mo Ramon, the, the shooting from the from the front and then also the um you know getting framing blackie and all of that stuff and <laughs> um elaborate <laughs> ng like whereas in goodfellas it kind of was like the the piano the piano solo of um Layla, oh. right and then everybody's just dead and parang okay we get it um, or the Lufthansa you, heist we don't even see it yeah exactly so parang at the same time you know what I'll take whatever time I can with Martin Scorsese so it's not that big a problem but yeah so I think kasi is, uh, if they did that montage wise it would reduce the parang how devious eh, mm. the whole thing was because what it, it what 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 makes it kind of a an epic tragedy slash horror is when you realize just how insidious and how planned Na, and how long and scarily enough how patient King was. There's a scene where um, the parang explosions and the riots, he's watching it on TV. Yung, yung Tulsa massacre, yeah. diba? No, Black and Wall then, Street. And yeah, and, and you can one of the best things kasi about De Niro is even when he's just thinking, he's so captivating to watch. And that scene is so scary when he realize when you parang see in his eyes na parang Oh, we can just bomb them. Parang ganon. And then th- it starts now that sequence of like the explosions, diba? So parang he saw the idea and it's like, oh, let's we can just do this, bala. And then and then the and then the parang cleaning up the mess and trying to cover your tracks. It it just goes then to show like how the the things they're willing to do and how confident they are basically in it. One of my favorite aspects of the movie is basically, you know, at this at this day and age, or for for Scorsese to essentially lay the blame on the Freemasons, <laughs> Like it was a Masonic conspiracy. Hi, I mean, he doesn't say it out loud, but obviously they're in a lodge, diba? You see the logo of the Masons over there, and then it's like he talks about the the level he's at, and then that that amazing shot. Is from this the, the part where where Leo gets whipped? That, that's the yeah, Masons' lodge. Yeah. yeah, no, no. <laughs> yeah. So and then that that's where that scene that that sh- amazing shot from the first vibes genius trailer oh, is. Oh, with the, yung, all the can lawyers. you spot the wolves in this picture? Yeah, and yeah. then it's like, oh crap! Parang, and it's a thing, na parang uh, uh, the white man's uh, firm belief na this bounty should be ours. And oh. yeah, galing. Kasi, galing. And then there's par- there's parts that kind of ano eh, when when he sort of goes in, in a very sort of non-realistic bent, like one of my one of the scenes that I really basically, basically struck me dumb, although I wasn't talking to one in the theater, no, but the, the scene where a certain person dies, and then yeah, parang may vision of the yung mga sumusundo sa kanya, mm, diba? mm-hmm. and and that that's a, a very I think speaks to the spirituality of the Osage, and. Shempre, uh, there's a certain element of dramatic um, license there, but also when if you're familiar with how Catholic Scorsese is, you kind of appreciate then that angle that he's addressing it from then and showing it from. So I was like, wow! And that scene being so quiet, I was like really affecting. Um, then there's later on, but they don't live near the parang farm of, of King but they could see it out the window when it was on fire for the insurance money 
And then it's almost, ano eh, it was almost like Schrader's Kagimusha. Yung, yung parang almost like a stage uh, production mm-hmm. where Mishima, just outside Mishima. the windows. Ah, Mishima, sorry. Kagimusha, sorry. Mishima. Uh, the, you could see the, the, the fires raging outside the second story window. And yeah, so there are these, there are these moments of like almost magic realism that, that give it almost an operatic quality. Tapos ang ganda pagpasok ng Bureau of Investigation. It's such a Indian dude just walking around. And ang galing ng reveal. The sophistication, first of all, of that of that parang act change. Diba ba? Na parang just just seeing that figure of Clemens in the parang silhouette of the door frame you're like yeah here we go <laughs> yeah, no, how is that profitable for Frito-Lay you gotta give it to Plevins though parang when he shows up parang yeah shit's gonna get done now parang, oh, oh, parang, parang whole new register for this movie the Shea Wiggum of the movie world when, when you yeah. see Plevins on screen okay this is Uh-oh. it pero si Shea Wiggum kasi ano eh no? parang feeling man minsan naawa ka parang ano medyo dopey loser ito sir parang ano eh parang yeah yeah yeah, yeah. ito na ito na Uh-oh. Jesse Plemons Jesse Plemons talaga inscrutable eh you don't know what he's thinking si Shea kasi kinda has a droopy dog expression Uh-oh. diba and then but even si Indian Indian investigator I thought he was like from a different tribe diba investigating what the hell is going on here parang gano akala yeah. ko independent like Parang someone from a different uh, group. So when it's revealed that he's part of the Plemons team, it's like, yeah! Parang cheering moment in the Scorsese. Oh, with the cars. It's like, yeah! Kimbo pa silang lahat na parang. Boy, very untouchables shot yun na. All the FBI agents were together and discussing. Yeah. With the oil drills in the background. Plemons looking at himself in the mirror, like spying on, <laughs> on a conversation. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but like, what know. about the three lead performances? How are you? How did you guys find them? That's... So yeah, great. Leo's <laughs> getting a lot of someone. flack, but I I felt that he was actually Who? very good. Uh, Leo. Yeah. yeah I don't see it, but oh. I, I mean I don't see the flack, man. But I think it's definitely like. The, the not risk black, but I think ones. being overshadowed by DiCaprio uh, sorry by De Niro mm-hmm. and um, Lily Lily uh, see, Gladstone yes but yeah gets ko naman kasi parang the, the danger is really if it's just a one note thing eh. but it's not it's such a complex layered mm-hmm. uh, character and then you don't even even though you see he does love her there's no sympathy there which also, you know, is, is hammered home by that ending. But, you know, it's ang grabe rin yung ano eh, to see De Niro really, you can tell when he's really into it eh. What's the matter which is, with you? Which is true in the Irishman, di ba? So, so it's usually when, when the material is something that you can tell he's into it. Holy crap. Parang, just stay, stay out of the way na lang if you're in the same, if you're the scene partner. Kasi kakainin ka talaga eh. Just that, that scene that you're talking about, yung, yung he was berating Ernest, diba? Yeah. Just hearing that kind of, ano, that tone of De Niro being angry at someone else, it's like, 
tumataas yung palahibo ko. Eh. Oh yeah, that's the stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at si Gladstone, ano, no? Parang magnetic. Like, yeah. he's, mm-hmm. he's I wish quiet he was so much of the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, he's quiet so, a lot. But you, you mm-hmm. even like when she's in a frame with the two of them, parang you, you right, really right. zoom in on her. Eh, parang galing. There's such a, uh-huh. there's a quiet confidence and almost regality in in mm. her performance like when that that's that famous shot which is the only shot we had for three years <laughs> when it finally table. arrives oh when it finally arrives and you're doing the you know DiCaprio meme from uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood <laughs> oh when you when it finally arrives that scene in context is so good it's like we have to be quiet and sit still for a moment and then it's like mm. oh damn ganda na ito, ah. so, and then it, yeah galing what about yeah. Brendan Fraser? The Brendan <laughs> Fraser of it all. Marty I likes mean, having these hams in his films. Like in The Departed, it's well, Wahlberg. In this one, it's you know, uh, Fraser. To quote his new catchphrase, he got that girth. <laughs> so if you have only a few moments <laughs> Make and the you want to be remembered, yeah. He practically slammed down his best actor Oscar on the table. Eh. Oh, bang! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can never like see him in the periphery you know? yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then and then he like yeah, and then the lift go. Parang same ano sa scene sino si Mr. Robot talaga yung favorite mo Mel, siya yung version nun ng ano, eh, di ba? Sa Oppenheimer. <laughs> uh, I swear. <laughs> so, and then uh, the other surprise for me was like parang I kept going, is this is this so parang oh yeah, okay. Kasi at first when you see Jason Isbell, it's like, oh, okay, that's Jason Isbell. I'm not even like a country music fan, but just from like uh, online, I know oh, that season is well. And then later on, oh, it's Jill Simpson. He was also in The Creator. And then he was also in um, this season of Righteous Gemstones. So I was like, what the heck? What's going on here? And then, of course, later on, it's like, oh, obviously that's see, see Jack White. Right? So, what? Oh, Jack so White's ending, in no? it? So, no, yeah, it's a radio, radio show. Oh, yeah. okay. So it's like, there's all these country country music stars. <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> I, I heard Pete Yorma really? and Robbie it. Robertson, so yeah, yeah. the, oh, the yeah. band, you know, is right. and he's a scorer, uh, which is a great and, score. No, which his last work, yeah. so he died, right? Oh my god! And apparently, god. Si Robbie grew up on a reservation, so it was oh. like bagay talaga. Um, I swear it. Eh. I mean, they, they did a film together, right? So, but uh, he was able to complete his work. Guys, for, uh, Pete Yorm, come on. Oh, Tom York score at certain points. Wow. wow. Because Scorsese, yeah, rarely, ano naman eh, diba? Parang usually it's it's all um, soundtrack, it's all uh, oh. existing music. Wow, this this score was fantastic. It's great. Film. Was, Dwight, was Dwight Yoakam <laughs> busy? <laughs> and Willie Nelson. Is Willie Nelson still alive? <laughs> yeah, he's just he just he was just on Conan. Mm-hmm. Um, well, what about the ending, which has well, there's two endings, right? The radio play, and then the last shot of the film. The radio play I super duper loved, and that brought a tear to my eye seeing Marty in his yeah. What is the last shot? Oh, it's it's the dance the again. The yeah, yeah, the Osage, which is um, divisive in, in, online. Why? Wow. Explain. Um, well, some people feel like it's pandering <laughs> to the Osage country, and some people felt. Are the white? That... Is it the white people saying that that's pandering? <laughs> Actually, the girl from Reservation Dogs. Yuan. Yeah. Okay. 
She said, ano ba why do I put it in? <laughs> Galit siya. Well, uh, ako sa akin, it's, ano, I, I felt kasi na it was such a, it was a right ending for me because it it was a counterpoint to that intro eh, where they were, were, it showed them being killed off. Parang ganon. Mm, so parang there was this so parang there was this there was this parang concerted effort to wipe them out diba? and then it parang that was like it felt like a celebration na right. we're still here yeah you know we persevered and and you know it's a celebration of that and then yeah parang to, to parang and the, it ends with the top shot diba? Na parang them and the land so that that felt ano naman to me but of course like in terms of my own personal no, no. the radio play is definite where, where you parang gasp when you when you realize what's happening and even there it's like I'm apologizing for for you know this is all I can do in this sense telling it from this thing that, that I know how to do yeah. from this perspective yep. that I'm familiar with and it's not going to be you know fair or as accurate or but galing eh it, it's it's almost confessional I, I would have been fine if it ended with Marty giving that last mm-hmm. line. That would have been note perfect for me. And you hear the voice, palang, ano, alam mo na. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the tears, the waterworks are getting ready na. And then, and then you see him at the end. So It's such a move, eh, for, for a certain demographic of the audience who are such fans, the, the, the film fans, basically. It's such a move, and it has that danger, and I think it kind of intentionally removes you from the story, from the narrative, diba? Because um, it's a kulang na lang is he looked down straight at the barrel of the camera, na you know, this is this is us telling this story, and it's not going to be the whole thing, but this is what we this is what we know. Um, it also has that uh, sort of dimension. It reminded me of the end, uh, the. F- the series finale of Barry, diba na, na parang whatever happened, really, it's going to be repackaged, basically, into what we're watching now, which is like an entertainment or, or, or a piece of popular culture na can be uh, digestible, parang ganun. But it's, it's such a stark, deadly, blood-black chapter of American history na needs to be recognized, parang ganun. Were you oh. the one who retweeted the, I uh, know, you you were the uh, one who retweeted that ending, you know, the the, the epilogue that uh, Ernest wanted his ashes <laughs> spread yeah, over yeah. the Osage. Spread where? Yeah. Uh, on the Osage. Yeah. Yeah, he wanted his ashes spread on the on Osage uh, land, and then his son was like, "Fuck that." Chucked it out, chucked it down the river, <laughs> <laughs> and then I uh, know his son. I, I'm guessing his that's that's cowboy. Who, if you're siring a half uh, Native American son, why the fuck would you call that son cowboy? But okay, <laughs> must yeah, also have Anita's anger. Eh. <laughs> Bless. So, uh, <laughs> so, so killers, where where are you placing killers? Is it a top tier uh, Marty mid tier? Well, that's a nice segue. There you go. You knew it. Yes, to to our favorite point is Crusades, which is harder actually than so um, hard. I refuse to oh. do it, guys. But Quark yeah. forced. That's me. my line. 
know. Yes, I also, I know, I know. Also, the, I mean, this is, of course, a tribute to Martin Scorsese himself, who who said, uh, as Ramon quoted, um, <laughs> he doesn't believe in top 10 lists. And so, <laughs> of course, we have to make one. Um, and then Mel um, saw, saw me making that joke and said, okay, let's, we're going to do that. <laughs> and now you don't want to do it. But, um, but it's hard because unlike Wes Anderson or David Fincher or Batman or any of the other people we've done this with. <laughs> the, the, you, the famous uh, director, Batman. <laughs> you know, ba- the auteur, Batman. <laughs> the, we have 27 films to kind of choose from. So 51 is, according to fantasy. So 51, 51, this is, I mean, 51 including the short films and yeah, whatever. But, documentaries. But if we are talking about the pure feature length narratives, that's uh, 27. Um, and then, you know, and we can talk about some of the documentaries, some of the TV episodes, uh, uh, you know, later on also. Um, but yeah, I mean, based on, on I guess, in, in the pantheon of favorite directors, where does Scorsese stand for you both? Oh my gosh, like top three for me in, in that top three. Uh, I don't know. Honestly, because much as I revere Martin, it's more from a craft perspective. Because his themes niya tend to be very uh, darker and about and sort of depressing. And so repetitive. they're not films. I mean, every film is pretty much the same. Yeah. It's greed, power. The no, but that's you can say that about any filmmaker, naman, eh, which is the, the themes that they keep re- re- uh, returning to. Parang ganon. But because of that, I don't really revisit his films that often, getting like an, a, a sort of do, uh, uh, what do you call, a serotonin uh, spike or, yeah, or fix. Because it's more of like, how cool was this? How, how interesting was this done or executed? It's not, I don't watch the film because, oh, this made me feel gooey inside, which is, you know, oh, I feel better about the world. Maybe I shouldn't, you know despair so much <laughs> some other filmmakers those are the ones that kind of return to it so in terms of pantheon i'm not sure my might not even be like top 10 eh. wow. Pero definitely in terms of just that but that's like a personal yeah, pantheon yeah, yeah. Eh. but in terms of like figures in cinema syempre up there yeah nasa olympus na yan kasi even with his non um directorial work uh just the evangelization of of Going back to a time when, when movies weren't really considered as a serious uh, form of of art yet, right? Um, yeah, I, I, he's always I kind of championing that. I kind of see where you. I see. I kind of see what you mean in the sense mm-hmm. that, um, but yeah, I, I, I do love him. I love him so much, <laughs> but, right, but right. so much of it is because of his love for cinema and what he's done for cinema and how he's influenced uh, so many of our idols and, and uh, et cetera. So, um, I mean, like if you ask me point blank, I would say he's number five in my top five. Um, mm-hmm. But um, I looking, making this list, I realized that parang, oh nga, parang the stuff I love from him, they're kind of samey. I mean, I'm not, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that he's made... He just keeps making the same films. I mean, you, you, yeah, you mentioned Kundun and Silence, which is another kind of film yeah, that, that, that he, he makes. Back to. Um, but 
the stuff that I love from him, it's kind of uh, iterative of what uh-huh. uh, my favorite is. So, parang, uh-huh. uh, okay, so he's not that, ano, uh, like, I'm not that big a fan of his range. I'm just kind of a super fan of his certain, of this certain style that he kind of goes back to occasionally. Uh-huh. Um, but, uh, yeah, and I, I apparently, so say us all. <laughs> Looking at this list, it's kind of like uh, we have very similar um, <laughs> high, high performing <laughs> ones. Uh, oh, okay, right, right. I was thinking also because, looking at the my favorites, right, and trying to assemble this uh, top ten. Uh, in honor of Marty, I just did the ranking pretty quick. But thinking of the top ten, mismo, which ones were up there. That took a little bit of thought because I also it, it occurred to me that even my favorite movies of, of Scorsese, I haven't watched any film of his I think more than six seven times. But there's other films from I would say lesser filmmakers that I've seen twelve to fifteen times. You know what I mean? I don't know. I'm just I'm if if Spielberg is my favorite director of all time, Martin is the antithesis. Marty is antithesis of the Spielberg style, which is Spielberg is very like bright, right? Family oriented, etc. Hopeful, and Marty's always dark, brooding. Um, themes of power, you know, greed, and New York. And growing up watching these two guys on Laserdisc was so formative for me. So I just can't, I can't um, take him away from my personal pantheon of directors. How did you so, discover Martin Scorsese? Mel? I I remember it was nineteen ninety. It I watched Goodfellas. Ganda. Let's put the Goodfellas score over this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I as far back as I can it. remember, I clearly remember <laughs> watching Goodfellas at home. No, how do you how do you, how do you find Goodfellas? I like how did I find it physically? Ano mo nahana pa Yeah. And how yan, did it enter your life? LD. Oh, okay. Yeah, so no, did you see, like, it? hey, this looks like a cool movie with the I'm telling three you, old guys? I had free reign over at our local Laserdisc shop. And I knew what it uh, was so, because so you're I the had one magazines. Who picked it out at the Laserdisc shop. Of course, because I had magazines. Okay, okay. I, I watched Dances with Wolves, all the 90s okay. um, hits. You're okay, a very okay. well informed teenager if you have, like, premiere and movie line. And at <laughs> that time, 1990 was the start of EW. What's movie line? This old, old I wasn't um, born yet. magazine. <laughs> mm. How did you discover Martin Scorsese, Ramon? Uh, almost the same. But our neighborhood uh, rental shop, not Angie's, which Quark knows, but there was another one that was short-lived, but it had laser discs. And then um, there was... And then they had Taxi Driver. And then I was like, oh, I've heard of... I've, I've read about this movie in like magazines now. Because there were no film books coming in at the time. There were only the magazines. But there was no internet yet. So I've, I've, I've heard of Taxi Driver. So I rented it. I was a child. And of course, it didn't matter to the shopkeeper. But you know, I took it home. I was watching it. And then the memory that stays with me is, while watching it, my dad arrived home and saw me right at the part of the end where you know someone's shooting up a place. And then... And my dad just looks at the TV and is like, what's that? And then I said, taxi driver. And then he said, you shouldn't be watching that. 
Because <laughs> definitely I'm not 18, diba? <laughs> I'm what, 11, 12, 13, ganon. So, and then I was like, and then, uh, parang ano pa ako eh, like, it's the end of the movie na eh, what are you gonna do, diba? I mean, I've already seen the whatever, whatever breasts you think I'm not supposed to see here or, 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 or the gunshots, diba? Team prostitution. Yeah. <laughs> Tapos, Tapos yung parang, prostitute party at yung pumunta silang porno. Ano? Oo, oh, oh, yun yun eh. It's an art film. <laughs> Tapos, pero buti lang that's not when he entered the house. Diba? Pero anyway, um, so he just, he knew it was not, uh, he knew he wasn't gonna win this fight. And so he just, you know, went into the his bedroom to, uh, you know, put down his briefcase or whatever. And then I just finished the movie. But also, <laughs> this is the days because of the dubbing, eh, diba? So, I made my own copy of the uh, of the laser disc. Oh, I, yeah, I, on I, Betamax? I, yep. Well, VHS. VHS. Yeah, so, I, yeah, I mean, it's still underneath my bed, I think. There's a drawer here where my cassettes that I... <laughs> I did the out. same with Goodfellas. Yeah, so, yeah. And I think yeah, my no, parents no. just did not care about what call I watched. You your dad, right? Actually, no, the, the two most influential people in my life, movie-wise. Uh, I, uh, so, right? See, Diego was, uh, had the Reservoir Dogs shirt. I was like, what's that? Is that a band? He's like, no, it's a movie. You should watch it. And I super loved Reservoir Dogs. And he's like, you should watch Taxi Driver next. And I, was, and I remember thinking, um, isn't that that comedy with Danny DeVito? <laughs> Taxi. Taxi. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, but okay, I'll watch it. And then I don't know, this is not the comedy with Danny DeVito. Um, and then I think my dad at the same time, or, or, or a little later, said, yeah, you should watch this movie, Goodfellas. I think you'll like it. So, um, independent of, of each other, parang, uh, that was the one-two punch, uh, Taxi Driver and Goodfellas. So, yeah. Uh, so entrenched in our in our memories and in our... Uh, formative years. <laughs> um, is there a? Oh. I just want to preface this ranking because I you said you both said Kanina how difficult it was. I didn't want to rank only because I I have not rewatched Taxi Driver and Raging Bull in a long, long, long time. Mm. Yun lang. Yeah, and no. I'm just I there's so still so many blind spots for me. Yeah. Um, what are your blind spots? Just, just I don't know. How about the uh, Alice doesn't what, live what? here. Mean Streets, kind of comedy, bringing out the dead. Like I didn't even read. I completely forgot about this movie. That this was his. <laughs> completely yeah. because maybe it's Nick Cage and it just blocked my <laughs> forever locked away in my memory. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I still do have blind spots and just could not. Could not feel a hundred percent confident with my list. Yeah, no, I I had like four or five, and then I kind of went through them in the past two months. So that was color of money. Strangely enough, actually, um, Boxcar Bertha, which oh, so is the second film, um, and then Alice, which is great actually, uh, and then Silence. Saying. So I, I don't know why then oh, because I couldn't. Uh, convinced Bianca to watch Silence with me but finally like fuck it I'll watch it by myself uh, so we can talk about Silence both you and I have seen it very recently Mel and then um, and the, the, actually this one I tried finishing I still haven't finished it uh, finished it it's the most 
painful one for me to watch. It's actually, I, I don't like this film. Um, and it's uh, two hours and 40 minutes. It's New York, New York. Um, parang shit, this is really hard to finish. <laughs> um, so so if I'm to, to mention two Scorsese films that I actually don't like, uh, it's probably Boxcar Bertha, um, which was that Roger Corman produced uh, film na parang ano eh, diba? Bonnie and Clyde-ish but I think it's really more the directing actually that's a problem more than the story um, and uh, New York, New York if you've ever wondered why De Niro never plays a romantic lead despite 50 years in the career in the business as a, a very respected actor watch New York, New York and you will know why <laughs> um, do you guys have any Scorsese's that you don't like? Probably New York, New York. Because I think from well, but I haven't seen that in, in so long. But I just remember parang feeling the disappointment that it's named after, of course, the city that he's most known for. Tapos um, the may musical, the musical na ano diba? oh. na Parang for for his love of musicals, musicals and, yeah. and and old cinema. Parang I I think maybe I was expecting like. Oh, ito na yun. Ito yung dapat na the be-all, end-all. Pero, what's this? <laughs> yeah, and it's, ano, it's sandwiched by Taxi Driver and Raging Bull, right? Which are two of Uh-oh. his more revered uh, films. But, ano talaga, parang toxic male talaga si De Niro na sobrang bushy. <laughs> and then, Liza Minnelli seems like she's being, she's made up for a black and white film. It's just like, so, ano, you could tell na, ano, big influence the to The cocaine kay, years. <laughs> big influence to kay, ano, kay Babylon, kay, ano. Oh, oh. I'll watch it then. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the jazz, white people doing jazz, like. <laughs> I think Gangs of New York is my least favorite modern Scorsese film. Gosh. Magulo mm. It's Roman's number yeah. six, and... I know oh, let's let's get it on then. Yeah, Are let's, let's get it on. The let's get it on. Let's, what a, uh, let's what an episode of Segways. Good <laughs> Segways Oh my god. Okay, let's talk about the stuff that you that you like that that's in your top ten that that didn't make the list. Um, Ramon and Mel, you both put Age of Innocence. Catnip. Uh, obviously, someone one of the us three does not like period dramas and ranked it very low. But yeah, talk about Age of Innocence. <laughs> Please. Pure catnip. <laughs> hmm. I just finished yeah, it well, tonight. It's like, good. I finished it's watching good. it. I know. Kilig pa rin. Yeah. Super. Super love it. I remember watching this in the cinema. In um, wow. the 90s. When it came out. because I, I think it got a release here. Because of Winona Ryder. I mean, she was such a big star at the time. Yeah, yeah, definitely at the time. Yung and Pfeiffer pa, diba? So, parang one-two oh. punch of two big box office women. Um, mm-hmm. Watched it on a big screen. Swooned over Archer. And I I just love this film. It's so different from a Scorsese movie. That's one of the mm-hmm. reasons why I love it. But the second part is it's so restrained and it's so period and it's, it's you know, um, unrequited love, which is just catnip for me. So is it like very Merchant Ivory or hindi naman parang ano? No, it's it's closer to ano eh. This is like ano. 
parang baliktad ng disappointment ko with New York, New York. Na this was uh, at the time it came out may have been one of the earliest or one of the first like period romance movies I saw, and it felt like why well, my disappointment with New York, New York. The opposite happened here, where his love of those old movies, he was able to bring it to bear and execute it correctly with this one. Na, na parang na old timey romance, na yun nga, very restrained, very respectful of Edith Wharton's novel. Um, but it's and, also so and also horny, showing, don't you think, Ramon? It's yeah, so horny. Actually, that's why actually, that's what actually is so interesting. But I didn't really get the horniness until like when I rewatched it in my twenties. Na parang damn, hayo palato, parang erotic na walang hubad yeah. na you know because they're they're basically just gasping and moaning <laughs> but, but also the colors the cinematography the score the costumes incredible of course Daniel Day so it's like everyone's acting out the wazoo my initial impression was also just what a different role it was for Winona because uh, she was the one I was a fan of talaga. and then you know it was like Tim Burton movies and stuff teen films so parang this was such a stretch for her Nice. Yeah, I think I'll watch it again. I think Bianca's actually read the book. So that's wow. the one, one of the few Scorsese films that I'm like, I can you know, convince you to watch this. And then now that uh, I've rewatched it and I just realized how Greta Gerwig probably lifted Little Women's letter sequences from this movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. So and, I know. And then, yeah, that's, that's the thing I remember about it. Like, it's, it's actually a very. Um, Wes Anderson, you know, the yung andun yung writing, yeah, super the close writing up and then framing no, no. them in the middle when they're reciting their letters. <sighs> this so might good. sound this might sound random, but you know what pairs well with this? Ako <laughs> <laughs> Cape Fear. <laughs> I, I was gonna say Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah, also, also, because <laughs> it's around that era, the that came out, and it's also like gothic romance, mm-hmm. na. Lots of letter writing. It's pretty also. much Winona in a corset for for four and, hours and straight. S- and also, yeah, Winona and also super horny. Also, <laughs> oh, yeah, so yeah, you've convinced me. I shall, I shall watch it again. <laughs> um, the, on our list, Mel, I believe uh, the Aviator is is there. Um, I just remember the feeling I got from there, especially when the plane finally gets off out of the water that's shaky and then biglang the camera's super shaky and then it just isn't but you're it, you, you don't really see the outside of the plane but you're just seeing them um, and I was just like really blown away by that very cinematic moment uh, I just it's so I, I remember a lot from it especially um, uh, Kate Winslet's acting uh, Kate Blanchett's acting um, but uh yeah, I don't really remember it as a whole, but I remember quite loving, quite loving it. Like, what do you have to say about the Aviator? It was, yeah, because just because of I remember like the the, the feeling of like, wow, this is a top tier Scorsese. <laughs> so like much like Mel, parang a lot of I don't know, it's just remember rem- remembering the feeling, but not necessarily remembering the movie. Um, this was in cinemas also here in Manila. Because it's a Leo film. Um, seeing this on the big screen was, was pretty good. Just the vistas. Watching old Hollywood being framed by Marty. Because he's, he's so in love with that period anyway. Because that's what he grew up with. So it was nice seeing him frame that era through his lens. And finding Leo as 
like I think this is a movie that really cements Leo as a muse for me in the Scorsese. Because this is the second one, no? This is the second Leo mm-hmm. Martin. Uh-huh. Yeah, way for the future. Ayo <laughs> ending, but um, uh, and the, the the colors and yeah, parang and it had a lot of the the Scorsese thing with the the flashing light bulbs and the. With the cameras. And the and it was also going a very crowds, long. Yeah. yeah. It was a long movie, also, right? It wasn't. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah. Chazelle, man. We're going to get to Chazelle in a bit, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Mel, Cape Fear is actually in your top 10. Oh my gosh. Uh, I was so obsessed yeah. with this movie in high school. Yeah. It's weird, no? Like, what you remember about films. Ito naman yung naalala ko, yung he puts his thumb in Juliet Lewis's and Juliet mouth. Lewis's and she's just mouth. like fucking... <laughs> but I remember this film, uh, well, this is one of the laser discs of Scorsese that I also ended up renting a lot because it was so... I don't think I've, at that age, I this was the first time I've ever been consciously um, over-anxiety with. Gets nyo, na parang... I, I can't breathe with this movie. It's it's such a big thriller. Um, everything's so tense, and De Niro's playing a villain, and everyone's framed so up close that it's it's just it, you're you're in its grip for like the full two hours mm. uh, of the movie. Is this the only remake he's done? I'm trying to remember. I believe so. Oh no no no! Second, Departed. Oh yeah. Um. But this one, the, 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 he did not watch Infernal Affairs uh, famously, right? But this one, I know he he revered the original Cape Fear. This is better than the original Cape Fear. That's that's what I remember. Nick Nolte. Um, and then, yeah, I, I guess also the, that element of Juliet Lewis parang having that Lolita quality. Na, ano, nga, parang and just the shots the, the of, of Scorsese with his tattoos and him working out in prison and smoking... In a cinema, just forever etched in, in my brain. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Ramon Gangs of New York is on your list. Uh, do you want to talk about the, that a bit? Uh, well, just to speak to what Mel said, uh, it's messy. Parang, that's one of the things I like about it. It, it felt like a, like a really freewheeling... Parang it was, I don't know if this is accurate, but it felt like a return to New York for him. Um, and then the first one now with Leo working again with Daniel Day Lewis, and and then it had also Celia Mison, and then was what, um, did he do gangs right after Casino? Um, no, he did bring out the no, dead after, before that. Yeah, no. uh. So, and then yeah, it was like a point of uh, a point of New York history I I knew nothing about. Um, and then just the aspect also na parang back to gangsters, back to New York, pero um, it's also like knives instead of guns. So, I don't know. I, I just, tsaka ang angas lang eh. Maybe part of it is just the, how charismatic talaga si, you know, si Daniel Day is in everything basically. But again, this is another of those movies na kinain si Leo. Yeah. yeah. stronger actor. And the so, no, no, miscast si, ano, eh, si, that's, that's why, Cameron okay, Diaz, that's why Cameron I don't Diaz. like this movie. Cameron. Because uh, of Cameron Diaz. Yeah. Uh-huh. Why don't she ruin oh, the yeah. whole thing for me? Pero ano eh, build the butcher. Build the butcher, for sure. <laughs> oh. A great Scorsese-verse character. 
Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Like, just the visual with the top hat, the mustache. Yeah. The knives. Galing. The waistcoat. And then, ano, ano? Oh. That's one of the more famous Daniel Day-Lewis act- method acting stories. The... He tapped his eyeball with a knife and then. What? Um, uh, <laughs> it's, in yeah. the it's in the movie. Yeah, it's in the movie. But Kalamo, I know, a lot of people thought na, oh, they probably put protection um, because it's a glass eye, diba. Pero yun pala, he did it as improv. So everybody was freaking out. <laughs> no, no, they kept it in. They, yeah, they had that galing. shot. Holy crap. <laughs> and then he was listening to <laughs> Linkin Park ba all day. <laughs> Wow, that would also like in his trailer this year. You dedication to your craft. I can only imagine Daniel Day Lewis in Method during the Age of Innocence shoot and how <laughs> lovely he must have been to everyone <laughs> as Newland Out yeah. Archer. Oh, uh-huh. uh-huh. or Lincoln, no? Parang sweet siguro nito. <laughs> Lincoln, I'm going to die. <laughs> My 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 thing in the list that wasn't uh, in your list is Main Streets. Um, that this was the third one I saw. So um, uh, I guess I, the closeness I feel to it also. Um, and then I remember buying the DVD in Odyssey, R.I.P. Odyssey. I was like, why are they selling the DVD of Main Streets on Odyssey? But um, yeah, this one is it feels very um, personal. This is definitely one of his personal films. Uh, that's his breakthrough fr- film. Yeah, right? that's his breakthrough movie, and um, uh, his first collaboration with uh, De Niro, and of course, his his muse before De Niro, very short lived muse. But I'm so happy every time I see him pop up in a Scorsese film. Yeah, Harvey Keitel. <laughs> I'm I'm happy to see him pop up anywhere. Yeah. Like I, I I'm so frustrated that he's also getting on in years. Though, why isn't he being cast in everything? I love yeah. Harvey Keitel so much. And then I was super kinelig ako actually sa Irish but who it's Kaitel and the Nero and Scorsese and Pesci. Yeah. So I know. Um, and yeah, this is a great, great. I know. Parang you can really feel na growing up in New York in Little Italy. Parang you know, and then the, the Catholic guilt. There's so much of that there. Um, so let's get. So it's we tried to do a top ten. It looks like it's a top eight. Um, <laughs> Only because uh, I abstained. <laughs> <laughs> no, so just like a top seven. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it, uh, so it looks like it's top seven. Uh, number seven is The Irishman, uh, which I personally like more than Killers of Flower Moon, actually. But um, but probably more for that, ano nga, let's get the band back together one last time. Um, we don't really need to talk about it because we have a whole episode about it, Uh which I recently listened to and ang chill pala natin back in 2019. Wow. Back before the world burned. <laughs> and you talked a lot about the um, the Scorsese bros smell. <laughs> they still exist. But they like, weren't here. Yeah. They weren't very vocal during the Killers of the Flower yeah, Moon era. They were not. Quiet yeah. still. Yeah. Do you guys want anything to say? You want to say anything about Killers of the Flower Moon? I mean, Irishman? Um... Well, not particularly. I think we had that enough. No, no I'm yeah. with Same. you. I, I, I like. I find. I found it tighter than Killers. Yeah. In terms of um, storytelling. My number six is Killers, so we've talked about that. So yay. Um, number five, The Departed. <laughs> what a rewatch! <laughs> I need to rewatch that. I really want to rewatch. Wow. It. Um, yeah. 
but uh, the my the the film that birthed my personal favorite Oscar moment of all time. Uh, which one? <laughs> which is basically when, when, know, when the bros came out. <laughs> yeah, because another bad like like Alam mo we were talking about uh, Gangs of New York. Um, that was the beginning of the Give Marty an Oscar mm, hardcore. Yeah. Another bad. That was my Weinstein was really trying to get him an Oscar, and you know Aviator was another attempt at getting the Oscar, and then and you know it was always just disappointment after disappointment, and then I and then when it was departed. The people who were there to give the Oscar <laughs> were literally the the rest of the Brat Pack, uh, or is it? Yeah, that's that's what they call them also, right? The the film, the, the movie Brats. Um, so it was Spielberg, Lucas, and um, oh right, yes, and, yes, yes, and Francis Ford. Obviously, kawawa naman si Frank De Palma was oh, not right. there, but. Uh, <laughs> But parang ano, parang dun palang, just the appearance of them. Number one, you knew who was gonna get it. And then number two, oh. iyak na ako ng iyak, parang finally he's gonna get it. <laughs> and then I think the whole, the whole crowd knew, like parang, okay, he's finally gonna get it. So, ang ganda. Uh, great storytelling on behalf of the Academy. Tapos yung second favorite Oscar moment. Scorsese didn't involve eh. Ano, alin yung ano sa'yo? Which is Bong Joon-ho. <laughs> like, I mean, I Quoting Martin Scorsese. Yeah, to him. Diba? Parang, ang ina, wow. He's in the crowd. Was, I, don't, I don't even know if Scorsese, sorry, this is an A-side, but I don't even know if Scorsese recognized his own quote. Diba? Because he translated it Sharon. So, parang, you know, you know ayun, the, the most personal is the most creative. Parang ganun, diba? and, uh, and, then, and then people are just listening, listening. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he just says that was, you know, and that's a quote I from my college years, which just had a documentary recently. And then, and then he says that quote was from our great Martin Scorsese. Tapos standing ovation to the yakers, Ganda talaga ng moment na. So the like departed. will throw up that video for me every now and then, and I'll still watch it. <laughs> During the break, I rewatched The Departed, and I had forgotten how much of a roller coaster ride it was emotionally and mentally. Na parang, is this a good movie? <laughs> Hindi, or And then bigla na lang, you're, you're still gonna go into the lows of, well, I really don't think this is a good movie. But then it's still gonna go peaks. Yeah. It, it's, it ebbs and flows from movie. bad to good. And the big OTT of it all with Jack Nicholson and Mark Wahlberg. But it's still such a good rewatch. It's, what and a the, cracker uh, yeah, of that the final act. Scene. <laughs> And, yeah. that, and Wahlberg provides one of my favorite <laughs> moments in any Scorsese movie. How's your mother? <laughs> no, no, it's uh, no, parang, parang, uh, who the fuck put the cameras in this place? Parang, and then the guy who did is beside him and he says, yo, who the fuck are you? And, it, and then Wahlberg says, I'm me. I'm the guy who does this fucking job. You must be the other guy. <laughs> Good Wahlberg day. said actually, I can do the Boston accent more than any of you mofos <laughs> well yeah, yeah of course Alec Baldwin he's, he's, how's your mother yeah he's done fucking your father what's that no? <laughs> uh, uh, that was great great dialogue I cannot believe that Wahlberg was the only one nominated for this movie like Leo should have absolutely been screw Blood Diamond it should have been for for The Departed Chaka Shempre wasn't Jack at all? No, I'm sure he was just Marky Mark. Wow. Was nominated. Well, 
For that line alone, <laughs> I can see why. Yeah. I thought you know, Baldwin, Baldwin, go fuck yourself. I can't. I'm tired from fucking your wife. How's your mother? Good. She's tired from fucking my father. <laughs> I think this broke the record for the amount of fucks in a movie. Uh, yeah, at the it's time. It's notorious for that. Yeah. Uh, and then Wolf of Wall Street, I think. Still in the same director. Yeah. <laughs> Continuing our segue, you know, streak, Wolf of Wall Street, the number four. Um, I love wow. this movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I did not real, parang I did not expect to love it as much as I did. I think um, by that time, ano na eh, diba? parang, okay, he got the Oscar. Hugo, I super love Hugo, by the way. Um, but, but parang ano, parang you're not, rooting for him as much as you used to I guess by the time this comes out because okay you're expecting a ano na, para, and, ano, and I didn't like Shutter Island that's another Scorsese wow. where I'm not big <laughs> on um, probably because that lady appears in the cave for some for no reason whatsoever towards the end but um, but yeah Wolf of All Street I was like whoa sobrang ganda nito <laughs> I think Wolf is the last movie on at the cinema for a Scorsese release. Yeah, because what was after Wolf? Yeah, uh, in Philippines. Silence. Silence. And of course, uh, but Tears of the Flower Moon came out in theaters. No? Well, not yeah, in not here, though. Yeah. Not in the Philippines? No. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. You were stuck in theaters. You're right, you're right. Okay. No, but before so, Killers. Yeah. yeah, no, no. Wolf, yeah. This is my favorite DiCaprio performance of all time. Wow. Just unhinged DiCaprio, unhinged Scorsese. So good, so hilarious. It's just over the over the top for all the good reasons. Yeah, and Margot Robbie, of course. More than I Titanic, love. huh? <laughs> you're such a Titanic fan, right? I really love Wolf of Wall Street. This is my number two. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. In my list, where is it in your yours, Quark? Ramon is number... Ten. Dead last. Not number 10. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm number. Dead last of the best. <laughs> um, yeah. Ano, ano ba yung, ano ko? Uh, five ata. Yeah. So, so it's up there. Five. Uh, this is like three hours of excess. Wolf of mm. Wall Street. Yeah. Otherwise known as Babylon. <laughs> and it's, ano, no? it's, uh... I think I see a pattern. Talaga. <laughs> Segways na. Yeah. It's parang sa young man's move. Parang young man yung gumawa ng film. Kaya ang galing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> ano, uh, Taxi Driver is at number three, which apparently didn't uh-huh. age well. So I, uh, it was showing in the neighborhood theater. Uh, I brought Bianca, Oti, and Micah, and they all did not like it. Really? Uh, they all thought it was sexist. See, that's and, why I want to rewatch it. Because yeah. I, I want to be objective about racist. the 70s period. But yeah. hindi naman sexist in the sense na promoting that, diba? It's like your if your main character is a troubled you're not you're not the one putting the main character on a pedestal na to be lionized na this is a nice guy. We should diba. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, of course all the no took it the wrong way, no? <laughs> the incels. Um and but, produced jokes. Yeah, <laughs> Yung mga letterbox the no no reviews eh. if someone says this is your first favorite movie run if the first huh? date <laughs> but oh parang there are some movies na unfortunately though parang became because of their toxic fans 
kind of got lumped. But they're great films, Just because people don't get the hint, like there's a whole bunch of people who love the the main character in Wolf of Wall Street. that's not the point of the movie, guys. Yeah, I know. Um, and, and Scorsese actually, in an interview, said this is his most feminist film. Ooh, I don't know about that. Interesting. But, uh, because yun yah, parang the 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 Catholic way of looking at it's, it's a virgin or horror uh, complex, and that's uh, what's her name? Sybil Shepherd. Sybil Shepherd. Yeah. So parang ganon. Um, but it's it's great. It's so good. It's so. But also like, some and some of the parang you know examination slash recrimination also has to be with the no. Schrader, but it's such a Schrader yeah, film, it also. It is super Schrader, actually. Um, but yeah, parang it's it's unintentionally funny. I think just because parang it's you, we've watched it so many times and it's so quotable and parang uh, you, you parang uh, but there's there's this one thing that like he's turning towards the the mirror and then it. Watch out, you scum, you 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 criminals, you blah blah blah, and then he he repeats it. And it's like a weird glitch, but um, parang, parang it's it's so serious that it became funny na taloy because of the number of times we've watched it and we can actually misquote it <laughs> so many times. So I know, and it's a I think it's my favorite De Niro performance. Um, yeah, so yeah, number two, um, shockingly. I think we're wow. all shocked. I think we're all shocked that this is number two. But we oh, always love it guesses? so much. Can I we haven't make heard guesses? what I thought would be. Oh, uh, go. Is it not mm, Casino? It's Casino. <laughs> so <laughs> not even Raging Bull. Whoa. So Casino is actually... Um, Casino is... Uh, Raging Bull is Ramon's number two. Oh, yeah. You didn't, I didn't note that for... Uh, no. Um... Uh, but uh, what should we call it? Casino is a four uh, for Ramon and then uh, a three for both of us. But I also I also think that each of us thought that uh, this would be a personal favorite that would not really rank high on the list. But here we go. This is the number two. <laughs> yeah, and ranking always works. Fourth <laughs> rank. Martin Scorsese wins again. <laughs> but now I want to watch it again. Because it is a great movie. It's such oh, a no. great film. It was always on HBO in 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 oh. like the two thousands, and I'd always watch, like sit down and watch Casino. It's a quintessential. I don't know, parang I don't. Bob Richardson. <laughs> yeah, no, and then is it the only Bob Richardson? They they work together often, but but I think that was the most parang Robert Richardson looking know, <laughs> of the, of the film. Again, yeah, it has I Don Rickles remember. and Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone, who is like absolutely magnificent in this film, uh, had something to prove and did it. And did it. She was so good. High up, the yung ano yung classic clip of uh, Rickles um, heckling De Niro. Have you seen those? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yung mga behind the scenes na. And then, um, ba, when Tarantino finally met Scorsese, it was at the set of Casino, and then parang si Rickles like, finally a real director's here. <laughs> <laughs> Can you take over? This guy doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> I think this um, movie has a disadvantage of, of following Goodfellas right after it, it, it 
had the, its distribution rate. Because it was uh, uh, um, unfairly compared to Goodfellas. But I think it really just stands on its own two legs. And it's another one, same, like, uh, I mean, maybe because they tried to capture lightning twice. It's also Nicholas Pileggi, eh, mm, mm-hmm. But it's definitely, parang, it's obvious that I had so much fun making Goodfellas. I want to do it again. Mm. <laughs> Energy. With the same writer. <laughs> yeah. Let's make it Goodfellas, but set in Las Vegas. And super stylish, no? Grabe yung, ano. I mean, this is probably the film I've ripped off the most. <laughs> from the freeze frame that may zoom in and and the flashes um, yeah talking to my subtitles they were on the on the phone and speaking in code and then yeah it's a daming gems style wise this is like peak Scorsese one of the best opening tra- title sequences of all time <laughs> <laughs> your main character blowing up <laughs> and just flying through the screen Uh-oh. the whole time to offer music. silhouettes with the Vegas lights <laughs> ah, yeah, fair. and of course which brings us to the OG number one on all our lists uh, Goodfellas which I also oh, yes. rewatched during the break I couldn't help myself it's it is just five stars Ten stars, panga, if I could. It's so entertaining, even to this day. I also watch it with my brother, my youngest brother, who has never seen it. He's twenty-seven, and he's never seen this film. And then after I asked him, so what do you think about it? And he was like, "Oh, good stuff. That's Scorsese, yeah." Oh, my promise, ah, my promise. My future, tong batang to. Yeah, I watched it in the pandemic, and I remember having Italian, uh, like like, mga ane beginning of the pandemic, to deliver ng Italian food just to because of that cooking scene. It really is yeah. such a comfort film, talaga siya, no? Yung <laughs> if you wanna, if you wanna just you know like uh, hang with Johnny, and it's Johnny two times. Johnny two times, two times, uh, and all of these or like Billy Bats. Um, you wanna be with Billy Bats? <laughs> Uh, I just want to add a little uh, anecdote here, though. But um, on the podcast Strike Force Five, which the five late night hosts mm. uh, did, funny, funny, during, funny during the writer's strike, just amazing. Um, see, Jimmy Kimmel told this story that blew his mind, which is when he spoke to Scorsese, he told him, uh, you know, I've been trying my whole life because of Goodfellas to do that thing where you slice the garlic so thin <laughs> that it just melts into olive oil. And then Scorsese apparently said, oh, that's impossible. It can't be done. <laughs> so, and then Kimmel was like, what? <laughs> so It can't be done. There's no way you can do it. Nah, that thin or so thin, uh, it just dissolves in, in the olive oil. It's, 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 a, it's an impossibility. We just made it up for the movie. And then Kimmel was like, my whole fucking adult life, I've been trying to do that because of your movie, and you're telling me you just made it up. It's like, what the hell? Why don't the shades fell though from his eyes? <laughs> but I think from a uh, from a personal standpoint, this film is influential not just because you know of the look and all that, but because of the the themes. It was kind of my like my takeaways from this film was I can really get away with anything if I just play it cool. <laughs> Super influential shit, talaga. Formative years, formative teenage watch. Karen! <laughs> There's also an aspect na it was uh, kind of on the heels also because of, ano eh, of uh, the Godfather of Coppola's Godfather films. 
So oh, it was the same year as Godfather Three. I remember that. Three, yeah. But parang different aspect of mafia, diba? So interesting then yung in that regard. Is it Although, the same font? Was... No, no, man. As Godfather. <laughs> as Godfather. No, no, it's not. Yeah, yeah. That, oh. <laughs> the other thing I wanted to mention, lang parang it's kind of sad to realize na of the major actors, si Ray Liotta pa yung ulang namatay. Wild. They, outli- they all outlived them. But, you know, I could never understand why Henry Hill and these gangsters made so much money and yet did not save any for a rainy day. It's like porn stars and most musicians. It baffles the mind. <laughs> I mean, of course you're going to go to prison at one point. Save money. Galing. Yeah, go to Havana. It's just... Uh... It's it's so good. Yung, ano, the mom, because <laughs> he's casting his mom. Like, uh, <laughs> Who had a cookbook painting? after this movie? Oh, yeah. Wow, this reminds us of somebody. <laughs> it's a painting. Look at my painting. Oh, it looks like somebody we know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That you. scene was mostly improv. Yeah. Right? yeah. See, there's a short docu- called Italian American that Scorsese made about his parents. It's like 40 something oh, minutes. The whole thing is on pala. Yeah, the whole thing is about is on YouTube. Yeah. Another thing that came out from uh, from Kimmel's interview with Scorsese. Which is a perfect segue to other wow. great things. Oh okay. My gosh. What, what is What your, a role. Yeah, sorry. This this movie's good. This this uh podcast is going to be as long as uh, Killers of Flower Moon, but um <laughs> what is the what is your favorite uh, Scorsese uh, non-movie? So, yeah, documentary would be something else, but like uh, non-feature length. So, among short films, TV pilots, TV episodes, thriller, I mean, bad music video for Bad by Michael Jackson. Like, do you have a favorite thing that he's done? Um, hmm. Shark Tale? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's another the, the acting role, so. which we will discuss also later. But but uh, anything he's directed that you know, that uh, you know uh, what else has he done? He's done Boardwalk Empire uh, pilot. He's done Vinyl, the pilot for Vinyl, which is where I ran into him on the street and stalked him. I actually um, quite like Pretend here. It's a City for recency bias. Mm, I haven't seen that. Well, yeah, okay, that's so. that's really nice. Also, no, no, uh, he. That was his second project with uh, with Fan, diba? It was another one in the eighties. Um, pero it might be that ano nga, I mean, for se- maybe for sentimental reasons also, but might be the Boardwalk Empire pilot. I wonder if Big Shave. He had a super short film called Big Shave, which is I love about the guy who just keeps shaving until he's just like super bloody. Um, uh, it might be on YouTube also. <laughs> San pumapasok dyan yung, yung history of ano, American film uh, and documentary Ayan, okay. <laughs> so, so what's your favorite docu- Scorsese documentary I'm not well versed so I defer to Ramon well yeah probably that one because it was such a it like syempre at that era na wala pang mga film books masyado it was such an education but also such a treat hearing it from someone who genuinely is gushing for his love of cinema Mm. Look at this thing. He's so excited to talk about it, right? It was like the precursor of the masterclass whole thing, eh, right? 
Yeah, I haven't no I've actually not seen that yet. Um but actually you know, <laughs> Pero yeah, it was one of the things that we, No, no, because <laughs> that, that, uh, that that Mark Escalera showed. Yeah. So I would probably go with Rolling Thunder review the the Bob Dylan uh doc. I Which I just on Netflix. Did, you can watch it whenever. Oh, perfect. And he also did Palada. No, no, I didn't no I only found out looking him up that he did the George Harrison one. Because I've been seeing that on HBO like as an option, but I didn't know it was directed by Martin Scorsese. Um, okay, how about uh, I don't know acting role? Favorite Scorsese acting role? Uh, Amex commercial. That is so great. <laughs> the no, the pretty party <laughs> pictures. Yeah. The audition was cute. Which audition? It's short with um with De Niro and DiCaprio, and they found ah, yeah. him. That's cute. Um, quiz show. He was actually well, oh really good gosh, in quiz show. Right. Uh-oh. He was on quiz show. I know. And of course, the aforementioned Shark Tale. Um, <laughs> and then he plays, for some weird reason, Vincent Van Gogh in Akira Kurosawa's Dreams. Ah, yeah, Dreams. In Dreams. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Okay. Tuwan, tuwa si ano, eh. there's, a clip of, there's a clip of Kurosawa. Seeing him in full costume and makeup for the first time, and then he just like grins ear to ear. It's so cute. Oh, <laughs> who? Well, I don't know who. Who is your favorite Scorsese actor or actress? Mm-hmm. That's tough. <laughs> Easy. Oh my! It's not tough. The uh, near. I love the two muses. I love the two halves of Marty. Equally. Yeah. If you were to choose, uh, so you're equal. You, Ramon, are... You mean De Niro and Pesci? <laughs> How about Harvey Keitel? The two Ds, <laughs> De forget. Niro and oh. Let's not forget Harvey Keitel. How is Griffin done? Who played the worst Judas of all time? <laughs> you betrayed us! <laughs> you turned your back on accent, us! Man, <laughs> like, I'm from the Middle East! What are you doing? You just, you just ruined this beautiful film. <laughs> Uh, are you Roman? Are you De Niro? Are you uh, no man? Yeah, I'm Hands De Niro. Down. Also, I think I think just I mean yes, Leo is great, but I think De Niro is also the Scorsese avatar. Yes, because, yes, he oh, is. He nah, really nah, is the avatar uh, of Mari. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, I mean <laughs> this is a very obvious answer. Who is your favorite Martin Scorsese collaborator? <laughs> Thelma. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, it is, it is Thelma, no? Um, actually, you know, you, yeah, you yeah. can appreciate Thelma. Essential. Yeah. You appreciate her even more. Like, I was watching, again, New York, New York, edited by the great <laughs> Marsha Lucas, wife of George, ex-wife of George. But it's like, wow, man, like, this movie needs to be edited. And uh, yeah, and I was like, you know, Schumacher would have been done wonders with this film. Um, had she had she had the uh, had she had the knife. Um, uh, and let's see, what else? What else? What else? Favorites, Chrissy. This is the last one, and this is where Damon Chazelle might come up. <laughs> <laughs> Favorites, Chrissy, influence director. Ripper offer. P-T. Ripper offer. P-T. P-T. PT, no? PT, yeah, but is a yeah. good answer. Yeah. 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 PT Anderson. It was at home. Actually, we, although he's moved away, in a, in a, yeah. Right? Like, uh, he's, uh, 
Actually, Babylon was more of a, a rip-off of Main Streets naman talaga than it. Uh, of, of Boogie Nights, sorry. Boogie Nights, yeah. Of Boogie Nights than it was So, P.T. stole from De Niro and then Chazelle uh, stole from P.T. Yeah, P.T. Yeah, stole from Scorsese. Scorsese. Then, yeah. Alright, So, right. yeah. Alright. Good work, everybody. I think that's it. Wait, can I just say, I'm just going through Marty's upcoming projects. He has four as director. And 14 as producer. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. This is some and of those. About, oh, <laughs> Which one? Fully ado. Joker 2. Ah. Because <laughs> his name is special things. <laughs> and this year he has Maestro. Uh, he has a producer credit on oh. Maestro. On Still, him and Spielberg. No, no, yeah, it's some of those projects about like my executive producer. Parang he'll lend his name to something, but it'll get um, uh, picked up for distribution. He's done that for like the the uh, um, the souvenir part one and two. He oh yeah, 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 see you know. oh. yeah. Yeah, and then having random movies. <laughs> yeah, that's his name too, no. But the it's such a sweet his... gesture, talaga. The Wager Palace, another David Grand book. Oh. Starring based, based on a true story. <laughs> oh my gosh. Based on a true story, yes. appeal talaga. What have we done? As a, as a people. Wow. Anything Pero you know? Ago. No, I wanted to say, parang, I, I wonder if what would be, if there would be any interest for example if you because because you know Shepard he's 80 but part of me wants to kind of just challenge him to what if you just did something fast I've, I've thought you of know that what I, mean? I've thought, I think he would na, make a great rom-com or, or something just like a small quick drama mostly indoors right New York lang something along like I'm like I'm by like he's such a champion of Ari Aster and stuff like that but I'm thinking of something like how how fast can he shoot something like an uncut gems, depana uh ilang locations lang, pero but you have a great crackerjack script and a great main character. Rom com like Francis Ha, just something that quick. A lot of people really love and and like Fantasy and and uh, Chris Ryan, they they do say that actually Loki his best decade is the eighties. Um, which is, you know, in yeah, yung, yung after hours, diba? it's kind of which like, which is okay. That, um, I, mean, it's I, I liked it a lot. I, I want to watch it again. Um, King of Comedy is the one I didn't really appreciate that I might appreciate again. Um, Color of Money, parang racket lang <laughs> But it got, but the good um, it got Newman, uh, yeah. an Oscar. But um, the good thing, the thing I think of for, for Color of Money is I got to watch The Hustler, which is an amazing film. Mm. Um, I, yeah. Ano talaga? Yeah. What a national treasure. What a global treasure this man is. Um, Please live yeah. longer. That is my prayer to the gods. Uh, I just wanted to add, no, I'm just looking at IMDb now. Marathon, I forgot. Then uh, he is an executive producer, Palafan Cut Gems. <laughs> well, there you go. Tapos, and then some really strange ones, like Shirley, Pieces of a Woman. Uh, what? Yeah. And I mentioned the souvenir. 
um, the card counter ni Schrader. Last movie stars ni ano Ethan Hawke. Oh really? Eternal wow. Daughter also from ano also from Souvenir. So yeah. Then I digress. I think that's my favorite Scorsese joint. Nahindi siya. Ni siya director. Kung producer siya sa oh, the producer, last. Oh. The the last whatever. Movie stars. Movie stars. There you go. Okay. Anyway, Hi, thank no you guys. Right. Let's let's end na lang with ano. Uh, with uh, 20 minutes of dialogue. Ah, yung, yung tweet ni, ano, yung tweet ni Guillermo del Toro, where he said na, if, the, if God came to me and said, I'm gonna take your, I'm gonna take part of your life to extend Scorsese, he would happily agree. Parang, wala. I mean, they can, they can take Rami Malek for all. I care. <laughs> <laughs> Just, sa- let's sacrifice wow. one person. <laughs> Sorry, my volunteer ako dito. <laughs> Grabe to. Parang... <laughs> what a, now that's a segue. Cut! <laughs> yeah, please stay tuned for our next episode where we talk about a Marvel movie. <laughs> <laughs> Yan revenge. Well, it's Park Sojourn. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> See ya!